0: The announcement of uh, Malawi's presidential election results, uh, which have been delayed until ballots from a third of the voting districts have been recounted, uh, continues. Uh, The country's high court ordered the recount after Malawi Congress Party filed complaints alleging intimidation and tampering by President uh, Peter Mutarika's ruling Democratic Progressive Party. With 75% of the vote counted, uh, Mutarika has taken 40.44% of the votes that were cast. On the May 21st presidential election. For more on the latest, we join in the line by our correspondent in Malawi, uh, George Mango. George, good afternoon. And uh, first, give us a sense of what uh, the country woke up to today.
1: Uh, good afternoon. What uh, definitely is transpiring today is that uh, the legal battle continues. That's uh, at the High Court in Lilongwe, the administrative capital, where uh, the Malawi Electoral Commission lawyers lawyers for the English party, just like another law society playing as the friends of the court, you know, they're trying to battle it out and then see whether Mec has to go for a recount of the votes in ten districts or it should MEC Public as to who has won uh, the presidential election, which is under, you know, uh, which is being, you know, contested here. Because, you know, parliamentary elections results were released on Saturday, uh, saying that uh, they were free and fair. But for the presidential one, it's put on hold. Suffice to say that uh, local government elections results are also on hold, pending verification. So to pay all eyes or ears. No, I'm just waiting for the High Court in a long way to issue a judgment.
0: So, George, I'm assuming that uh, for the recount to be ordered, uh, those allegations must have contained some form of substance. So, is there clarity as to exactly what those allegations were?
1: There is some kind of a clarity based on what uh, the, um, uh, uh, the, 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 the court documents are stipulating, uh, tampering over the, um, the, the results in some districts, you know, whereby use of TPEX has been reported heavily, more especially in the southern region districts of uh, Chihuahua and in Sangia, which apparently, you know, the opposition and my Congress party believes that it's, it's stronghold. Getting back to uh, the last by election that was in 2016. And at the same time, uh, we're looking at uh, the figures. That do not even match with the voters' roll. You will discover that maybe 10,000 people are registered in the voters' row. but what transpires that uh, you know there is a significant increase in the number, maybe from 10,000 maybe to 15,000. So those are the kind of questions that uh, the Malay Congress Party is saying could be you know like uh, tampering with the uh, with the votes by the uh, ruling Democratic Progressive Party, which apparently is also challenging to say that they have nothing to do with the tampering of the uh, of the results and the according owner uh, make to just go ahead and release the results.
0: Okay, just on a point of clarity, when you say uh, the use of tipex was detected, tipex to do what? Uh, you mean someone actually went and tipex somebody's X, their cross, and made another one, or, or am I missing the point?
1: Okay, TPEX in the sense that, uh, you know, to, to rub off the actual results that were coded in oh. the, uh, the result sheets, You see, so which makes it that did not even provide their workforce with TPEX, something that is also raising some eyebrows. To say, how come did the electoral officials bring in TPEX yet the commission did not provide so, and it wasn't provided for. Well,
0: George, thank you so much. And uh, that does give us some clarity on that particular matter. And our correspondent in Malawi, George Mango, uh giving us the latest there. Uh, go figure, using our topics. And um, uh, we are welcome. Uh, we welcome rather uh, to studio now our foreign desk editor here at the SABC, Sophie Mukwena. Let's start in Malawi, uh, well, where you just heard is, from George.
2: My question to Malawi Congress Party is you didn't deploy your party agents. Why didn't you ensure that your party agents are vigilant to ensure that this doesn't happen and raise it immediately? Therefore, it speaks to opposition parties on the continent must learn that when there are elections, they must ensure that no voting station is left unattended. If you don't have enough party agents, Come together as opposition parties. I'm sorry to give an advice, but I mean, that's how you can only do it. Share and say, okay, party B, I don't have uh, people there, but party C, can you really monitor these ballots? But isn't that that common? That's what I'm saying. Why are we
0: still having this conversation in 2019? That's what I'm
2: saying. Because, uh, for example, small parties, uh, they don't have capacity to, to deploy in all polling stations, but only big parties or perhaps a governing party is able to do that. But I'm saying they must work together and ensure that at least they do have people who are monitoring those, uh, uh, the voting, okay. even the counting and the Uh, processing of results.
0: That's a fair point and one would assume that political parties would know and understand the importance Mm -hmm. of having those party agents at each and every polling station. However it does not alter the fact that the results were altered. As as yes. George was saying, here you have a situation whereby your electoral officials mm. are actually using
2: um, Tippex mm. that was not part of their standard issue to do their jobs. Or stationary provided for to use in the polling station. That's why I'm saying for ensuring that this doesn't happen in terms of the long term. One thing that opposition parties must learn on the continent is to be vigilant and to ensure that they monitor the voting process, the counting, and the telling or or perhaps posting of the results. And I think the best option also is to ensure that we move to a situation like in Zimbabwe where the results are posted outside the polling station. That doesn't allow any uh, fraud at the polling station or the issue of TPEX. I'm saying we have to tighten the processes, but opposition parties must ensure that they are always vigilant. Moving to Botswana now, uh, some uh,
0: developments uh, and rather major developments over the weekend where you had the former president, uh, Ian Khama basically distancing himself from uh, the incumbent, Masisi, and uh, uh, the uh, Botswana Democratic Party, the BDP.
2: So what precipitated this? Well, you know, there's a, a you know, conflict between the two. Uh, since the new president assumed office you know that uh, uh, the issue of the security it what, that's what has led to this tension you would recall that uh, president masisi took action against the number 1 uh, former security person or personnel or the chief of the security in terms of the intelligence who was arrested at the airport on arrival uh, when he was out of the country. And this person was very close to President Hamas. So you can see that already uh, there was something happening there. And now, going forward again, uh, there was a complaint that he is reversing many policies and perhaps uh, decisions that were taken by his predecessor, particularly on issue of uh, hunting and uh, elephants. And therefore, much as those two issues are used as perhaps the cause, I think uh, there's more to this whole thing. And uh, I know that at some point in time there were rumors that uh, uh, some people wanted uh, President Hama's brother, who is a minister, to take over from President Khamer. So I don't know whether it's based on that, but the reality is currently uh, the relations are very frosty and uh, President Khamer has decided to leave the party that was started by his father and he has taken a decision that he is going to support the oppositions uh, during the election. We don't know which party because you do have many parties on the opposition bench. And also you have the former Foreign Affairs Minister, Mayor Vincent Mwidoi, who challenged the current uh, President Masisi during the Congress. Uh, She wanted to be the leader of the ruling party, but uh, she couldn't uh, win. And finally, now there are speculations that perhaps we might see a new party and she might be part of that party and President Hama might endorse that party. But for now, he is saying oppositions. That's plural. We don't know which one. But finally, it will be clear towards elections.
0: We are out of time. So in uh, 15 seconds or less, how much of an impact is
2: this likely to have on the Botswana Democratic Party? You know, what? a breakaway, it's always a sad story. Uh, he may not take a lot of uh, voters, but definitely even one vote counts. therefore, him breaking away from the ruling party it's a disaster. You'd recall in a South African situation after Ko was formed, number of votes you know were taken away from the African national congress and then the e f f Malema and them starting a party, the same thing happens and you saw what happened now with the elections in South Africa. EFF getting more votes, growing, ANC losing, and therefore the breakaway party can be very, very uh, dangerous in terms of uh, uh, taking some votes from the, 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 the governing party. Very interesting.
0: Thank you so much uh, to our Foreign Desk editor, Sophie Mokwena here at the SABC. Interesting developments coming out of Botswana and, of course, Malawi. And uh, the Botswana one, very, very interesting, given that uh, Masisi was supposed to have been handpicked by uh, Ian Khama himself. So we'll keep an eye on those developments.